0: Hello and welcome to the Half Court Press Podcast. It is the opening day of the NFL, but not, we don't care about we that. We don't care. We don't care about that. That's, that. I'm setting that up to say that. Yeah. That's, I think that I want that to be our thing. We're going to like casually acknowledge a football thing that's happening and then chop that. Chop yeah. that shit down because we I'm don't care. don't want to chop it because I especially <laughs> don't care. Joel especially doesn't care. The rest of the country cares a good deal, but we don't because this is a basketball yeah. podcast. And today... We are going to do a time-honored podcast cliche. It only took us five episodes <laughs> to do a draft, a fantasy draft. Nice. Um, we're going to alternate drafting Creighton and Nebraska players. Joel's not happy that he has to pick from the Nebraska roster. He texted me, "What did you What did you text me the other day? NU was ass or something like that. Probably something yeah, like that. So nice. <laughs> it uh it it gives me it gives me more of a chance. It gives Nebraska fans more of a more of a reason to be invested in the podcast. Basically what we're going to do, we're using this as an opportunity to break down uh, the rosters, which we've been doing on and off, but this is just, you know, we're going to zoom in on a player when they get drafted. Uh, I'll be breaking down most of the Nebraska guys. Joel will do so with the Creighton guys. First of all, Joel, how are you feeling today?
1: I'm cool. You know, I've been been working hard. I just came from that volleyball game yesterday, which is like
0: the game of all games if you're going to watch volleyball. So I'm drained, bro, to be honest. It's almost the end of the week. We'll get there. Um, are you adjusting? How are you adjusting, to Omaha? What are your initial impressions?
1: I like Omaha a yeah. lot, bro. I'm I'm ready for basketball season, though. I, Aren't I, we all? If If we're being truthful, all this talk about basketball and all the schedules coming out got me.
0: Got me. Eager. That's right. We're still waiting for We're still waiting for the Biggie schedule to drop. Yep. I guess I could do. I hate. I hate with a passion the all the hubaloo that surrounds schedule releases in football i kind of get it because there's such a finite number of games that's my email notification noise for everyone who's wondering Mm -hmm. um i i get it because like your schedule can be tilted in a certain way where it's easier in basketball you're gonna play everyone anyways and maybe it might be slant like nebraska you can read this nebraska schedule release that uh dropped earlier today any way you want uh they basically we already knew who that's the other thing we already knew who nebraska was going to play we knew the big 10 pairings we just didn't know when those games were going to be played now we do the sequencing matters somewhat like for example nebraska has a really tough stretch from uh november (laughs) november 24th to december 17th where they'll have to play at least seven games maybe eight in a row against uh high major teams four against teams that uh, played in the NCAA tournament last year, two against Indiana and Creighton on the road against conference favorites. But it's just like they're going to play seven games against teams that finished uh, with a 350 winning percentage or worse in conference last year. They're also going to play seven games against the teams that finished in the top four last year. So like I just throw my hands up at it. I I wrote two stories about the schedule, frankly, because I was asked to. It's It's not a passion project of mine. It's just a, a way that I plan my winters. It gives me a better idea of where I'm going, when I'm going there. Um, so, I don't know. If, if you're looking for spicy schedule takes f- about the basketball season, I'm not going to give them to you. Oh, that's, that's just a brief overview on it. All right, Joel, let's draft. I want to get this done as quick as possible because we've been running longer than I like. Do you want the first pick or the second pick? And then you can get two picks if you get the second Ooh, pick. A
1: coin flip? Howdy. A coin flip? Uh, all right. We'll I'm gonna that, huh? I'm gonna flip my water jug. No, watch ways. this. Watch this. Okay. this is the cool thing about the times we live in. Okay, what you want, heads or tails? I'll take tails because it never fails. Okay, hey Siri, flip a coin. Oh, heads. Damn. All right, so you picked. You had tails, right? Okay. Um, first pick. This is tough. This is tough picking among Creighton players. Um, <laughs>
0: Sam Greasel disrespect.
1: I, I like Sam Greasel, but um, man.
0: I want to set the tone, and I feel like if I pick this dude, I know who you're going to pick. Okay. Uh, I don't think you know who I'm going to pick. Because my rankings, I rank both. I did like a big board for both teams individually. And my number one spot, my number one spot is not who who you would think it is. Hmm. Well, I got some faith in
1: him attempting long balls this year. I'm all about gravity. You're going to hear that a lot uh, in this podcast. Gravity. Space and gravity. All that. So, um. Why not just make my defense the top 15 slash 20 defense off rip and oh, get Printer? No.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, let, first of all, I'll tell you that that was my number one player on my board for Creighton. It was? Because I wanted to do that. That's what I, that yeah, was yeah, exactly yeah. my thinking was just like, if I can guarantee myself a good defense, I'm trying to do that. Yeah. So, damn. You, you foiled my plans. But real quick, the Ryan Kalkbrenner player caps. Okay. We're like, let's pretend this is a real draft. Jay Billis is is talking in front of Ryan Kalkbrenner's highlights and drop coverage right now. Jay, tell us tell us a little bit about Ryan Kalkbrenner. Well, I really
1: like his projections because he projects as a great drop big in this league. No, but seriously, uh, Kalkbrenner is like, I don't know. He's a walking defense. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like college to NBA comparisons, but if you talk about in the grand scheme of things, with all these bigs that are – Essentially, dominating college, especially this upcoming year, Kalkbrenner does feel like Rudy Gobert uh, in a lot of the sense. Obviously, they're they're probably different on offense, but in terms of just having a walking defense, I mean, going from you know probably like a top, I don't know, sixty-ish defense, I mean, sixty to eighty range, to just put him on your team and instantly elevate him to like a top fifteen defense is a huge, it's a huge difference, and he's he's that difference. He embodies that difference.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. Um, using Ryan Kalkbrenner and Rudy Gobert in the same sentence is a lot. Rudy Gobert is... In college the, college
1: it, is Rudy Gobert. Rudy Go, Go, what is right, one? right,
0: right. Rudy Gobert is like the best regular season defender by advanced statistics maybe ever in the NBA. Yeah. Um, Ryan Kalkbrenner is probably not going to be that in the NBA. Um, but you put him in drop coverage, which essentially is when you're guarding screens, you have your big man hang back and encourage the point guard to, to take a pull-up to and keep the big man as close to the rim and the paint as possible um, so that he can deter the guard from driving and, and hang back and be closer for rim protection, right? Yeah. That just ma- that takes away one of the best avenues for teams to generate advantages. If you can get into the lane, that's when defenses collapse. And if you have a big guy, who and Carpenter moves pretty well for his size, yep. right? If you have a big guy who can deter players from doing that, and make them take long twos, particularly in college where the shot-making is just worse. We've talked about this before. You, you force guys into pull-up twos. You got a good recipe for success, and that's a lot of what Creighton did last year. They were uh, number 19 in defensive efficiency by Ken Palm's metrics, and Ryan Kalkbrenner had a very large hand in that ranking. So yeah. that's a good pick. I need to retool over here because that's what I was going to do. Yeah, and let, and let me add, for for
1: his size, I mean, he's a real 7 He's a real Absolutely. seven one. Like he can hedge well and get back mm-hmm. better than plenty of bigs. He moves He's well. You're scared when you turn the corner and see him in the middle. He can chase you down. And then around the rim, I mean, just you talk about deterrence.
0: Like that's one of the guys. And and we're already doing a bad job of going fast, but his foul numbers are so low. He was averaging like barely two fouls a game. Uh, last year, or two fouls, two fouls per for forty. I can't remember which which number I saw. That is so rare to have a dude who's such a shot blocking presence and doesn't foul. So that's a great pick. You have a, you have a good defense, which is half the battle. Um, my my draft room is is scattered right now. Our plans, many right our now. plans, our plans have been foiled. We're trying to trade the pick. <laughs> we can't find anyone who wants it. We're gonna take Arthur Kaluma because we think he's the best yeah. talent on the board. Yeah. Um, Arthur Kaluma, great. I mean, as as a stretch big, as a big wing, um, as a secondary creator, he can do all those things. There's a reason he's going to be likely to be a first round pick next year. Um, If the jump shot comes along, you saw he made some threes in that Kansas game. You get a glimpse of what that potential is. Uh, I think he's probably the most talented guy on the board. I don't want to overthink it um, when you have a situation like that. You're up, Joel, and you have to pick a Nebraska player. I
1: have to pick a Nebraska player. You have
0: to pick player. a Nebraska player. So we're going to go Creighton, Nebraska, Creighton, Nebraska both ways. Okay, fine.
1: You make this easy for me. I'll take Sam Griesel. Give okay. me a big guard that could run a show, set the table. And, uh, frankly, we got a, I mean, we got a whole slew of, of guards that could probably um, do that here. We got some really talented guards on this board. But it um, feels like a, a, probably the biggest part of Nebraska's offense this year um and uh, it just just feels like such an easy pick for me.
0: There's a lot on Sam's plate. He's going to be the highest usage guy in the offense. They're going to give him the ball a lot. He's going to be the orchestrator of everything they do. Uh, defense, you like that size? That's six six. Quickness, I worry a little bit about uh, as a point of attack guy. I don't think he'll be guarding the opposing point guard very often, and you you know that can be challenging if you if you don't score on offense, you get caught in in um, cross. In cross switch or cross matches, which is basically the guy that was guarding you, you end up having to guard him because you you miss and transition happens quickly. That sort of stuff. Um, the jump shot is another thing for Sam that I've been picking at. Uh, shot thirty seven percent from three last year, but only on like two point two attempts per game, and he only made he made less than one per game. Curious to see how that carries over. But yeah, I think that's a great pick. He's the number one Nebraska player on my board. Um, so without him, I guess I will take my number two player. Emmanuel Bandamel, the transfer from S- SMU, who I'm not going to ask because I have Kaluma already. And I'm going to get another. I'm going to get another creator, whether it's a Creighton guy or a Nebraska guy. But his ideal role was probably what he was doing at SMU, which is off guard, um, three and D, create, you know, attack closeouts and, and create when you see opportunities, but. He was mostly a catch and shoot three guy, and he's going to guard the best uh, the best perimeter player on the on the other team. So I like having a guy like that. You know, I didn't get my rim protector, but if I get a guy who can cut off the point of attack, that's it's not the, quite the same impact, but it's the same idea. In that, if you can stop the guy who is the best at getting through the defense, then you can you can um, you can sort of cut down on those advantages that that offenses need to, to get defenses in scramble mode. So I'll take Bandamel. I like the jumper. I like the defense. Uh, you are up with a Creighton guy.
1: You know, this is hard because <clears throat> I like the chemistry between Grisel and this one guy. Mm. But it would be a crime because you do mention Grizzle at the point of attack and they talked about this guy a lot in terms of Oh, okay. I know who you're taking. Just defense and probably being that guy to point at um, you know, the the other team's best perimeter player and say, hey, go pick him up. I gotta take Trey Alexander because <laughs> on top of that, you know, he's just we saw we saw last year during that, that tournament run. Just how much he could, you know, take over and, you know, take the keys, create for himself. And he just has I, I love his bag so much. Like it just that those turnaround midi phase, like uh, he just i love his game that's my pick
0: you talk about you talk about you like having gravity you like having space this is the dude who didn't who did shot below 30% maybe even, what what did he shoot let's look that up real quick i think i know he shot below uh 30% from 3 last year sure I'm, but I, he might I, have even shot below i do 25.
1: think I, I will say and this is this is very rare to show see this but it
0: felt 28% like 28% from 3 last year
1: it Kray felt Alexander. like Creighton's – Shooting last year as a as a whole, every, everybody right. down the line was just such an anomaly. I think they shoot better as a group this year, and I think individually, it's hard to see Alexander not shoot. He's thirty-four. He's a shot maker. He's yeah. a shot maker. I mean,
0: yeah. like in the you saw in the tournament games against San Diego State and against Kansas, just you know, guy who who who's taking tough pull ups and making them. And once he once he gets in a rhythm, he can get to the cup really easy. He's got good size. Uh, I am a I'm very high on Trey Alexander. That's a good pick. Um, okay, I'm going to take the dude you were just about to take, if you wouldn't take Trey Alexander, I'm going to take Baylor Shireman, who is definitely the most interesting dude to discuss in this context, given that Nebraska and Creighton were, were both finalists in his in his uh, quest to find a new home in the transfer portal. Yep the dude is a super creative playmaker. He's a great three point shooter. I think he shot 46% last year at South Dakota state on a high volume and he, and he took some tough ones too. So we love that. Um, with, I think with him, whether, whether we're playing Sharman at the, at the two or the three, um, given depends on what I'm doing with the rest of my, with my perimeter guys, we'll find out, but a guy's super creative as a play, playmaker, um, he shoots really well. He's got good size. Again, point of attack defense, not in love with it, but I think he's gonna. He knows where to be, um, and he's he's not gonna kill you on defense. We like that a lot. And I don't, I don't know, like Manuel Banamel, Baylor Scheinman, Arthur Kaluma. We got ourselves a pretty good looking offense over here. Uh, Joel, you're up. It's a Nebraska guy. Hmm.
1: Now, um, I do want a proven shooter here. Okay. Um, someone with, you know. Decent size for to be a college three. Yep, um, and someone who I think will take a scoring leap this year. Obviously, with some guys from last year's team out of the way, I got to go with CJ Wilcher.
0: Okay, yeah, CJ Wilcher. He's a shooter, um, and to this point, that's mostly what he is. He played. He even played some four last year because he was he had a stout frame. He's dropped some weight this offseason. season. I'll be interested to see what that can do for him as a perimeter defender, um, and as a as as a offensive creator they're never i don't think cj wilcher will ever be a guy that you give the ball to and say here do stuff but can he get to the point where he gets a rebound and pushes a break he did that a little bit at the end of last year which was encouraging to see um just the ability to attack closeouts in more creative ways uh do more with it when you you know it's not just do I, you know it's not as uh one it's not as i'm trying to cut think of the 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 uh, the potential for him to do things besides drive to the rim after after pump faking a guy or sidestep and something like that. That's what I'm watching for CJ. That's the next step in his development. That's a good pick. So you're dealing with just a just a quick uh check-in here. You're running out Ryan Kalkbrenner, Sam Griesel, Trey Alexander, and CJ Wilcher so far, correct? I got Kaluma, uh Emmanuel Bandamel, Baylor Shireman. I'm on a Nebraska guy and I will take Wilhelm Breidenbach Tough. as my first big. Tough. As my first big. Now. Great if we're <laughs> it depends on which conference we're dropping this team into. Um, Wilhelm put on some weight this offseason. I don't think it's a stretch, and I don't think anyone would expect him to be able to hang with a Hunter Dickinson or a Trace Jackson Davis in the post right now as a sophomore, even though he's he's added muscle um, as he rehabbed back from a, from a torn ACL uh, last season, or a knee injury, I should say. We don't know that it was a torn ACL, but if you look at the timetable, you know you can kind of do the math. He's just a really skilled big man. Um, last year, didn't get a ton of chances to show it because he only played 10 games before he got hurt. Um, and he didn't shoot it very well last year shot sub 30 percent from three which was supposed to be uh one of his big selling points but he's a guy who we're talking about hedging (laughs) he just works really hard on defense he came they nebraska was not afraid to to send him over screens and, and recover last year he did get into foul trouble at times um and he did like for for the number of minutes he played his limited his limited role he fouled a lot so that's something that he needs to get used to particularly be- because he is um a little bit thinner than most of the guys he's going to be guarding that's not even really why he got in foul trouble last year it would be like you know he gets too aggressive um hedging a screen or coming out on a ball handler around a screen And, you know, he gets a reach and foul or something like that. Something, it can be ticky tacky at times, but that stuff, that stuff matters. Referees are going to call that at times. You you get bad breaks and you don't want to put yourself in that position. But as a passer, a guy you can, you know, give the ball to on the block and run some DHO stuff with, uh, a guy who can, in theory, shoot the ball and even attack off of that jumper. Like again, attack closeouts. If guys come out too hard on him. Or or dribble past another big man if he, in a face up game situation. I love his potential. That's why I got him as as my first big. So you're up now and you're taking a Creighton dude. It's good that we're both on the same. I, I would get mixed up otherwise. Yeah. What what round is this, by the way? This, <laughs> we're in round, like round five. Fifth? round five. It will be so a, in theory you're taking your fifth starter right now, or it could be your sixth man, whatever. This is okay. This
1: is the thing with this pick. It feels insane to not draft this guy. He honestly could have went two rounds earlier. Frankly, right. if we're if we being there's a clear. glaring there's a glaring name still on the board here. Yes, and frankly, we're gonna have to figure out the four spot for sure. Uh, maybe even put C.J. Wilcher at the four. Don't know. He'll go back. He, he's done it before. But it would be a crime to not draft Ryan Nemar here. Just a real poor guard. Obviously has the turnover problem that he's gonna have to work out. I think. Um, this season will definitely pose some challenges in terms of you know decision making among that starting lineup, and um, he'll have his own his own problems in terms of um, not only uh, trying to fix this turnover thing and just be more careful with the ball, but um, just make the right decisions in terms of uh, sharing the ball, and um, which is something I mean he 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 won't have that problem, but he might even have to choose when to be selfish. I think with this lineup. And um just a a real good pick and roll guard, fast as hell, get downhill. Yeah, small but um, quick. Honestly, I probably wanna make him my starter. If I didn't have to if I didn't have to draft from Nebraska, uh, <laughs> he probably would have been my pick in, instead of well, we'll Sam we're, gonna, Griezel, we're
0: gonna do a we're gonna do a how many of each of these players would have gotten picked if we expanded the pool thing at the end here. But I hear you, that's a good pick uh in terms of just talent and value at this point at this stage of the game. It gives you a good problem as a coach slash GM to to be able to, token, to uh, play around with those lineups. I think I was looking for the tinker is the word I was looking for there. Tinker around with those lineups. It's a good problem to have. Um, okay. My turn. I'm taking a Creighton dude. This is interesting. Now we're getting into the dudes that I don't know as well. I will take... Let's see. Where am I at here? Well, what's your lineup right now? Right now i got Arthur Kaluma, Emmanuel Bandamel, Baylor Shireman, Wilhelm Breidenbach, so I can, you know, this is a moldable group. You can, I can do a lot of different can, things here. You can grab a guard here. I can grab a guard here, and I, and I just might. Um, it's basically, I'm between two. I know and it's, it's a, two. It's an, an sure. upside play, or it's a or it's a known quantity. I, 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 yeah, I know what you're looking at. Yeah. I think I'm going to take Ben Stoltzberg, the mm. freshman, mm. Um, mm. from Southern California. I'm a Southern sure. California dude. He's a Southern California dude. Um, has experience as a guy, as, as all, all these dudes do, but he, I mean, as a freshman or as a sophomore in at Notre Dame High School in LA was their leading scorer. So he knows what having, you know, if we're projecting in the future right now, my team is Arthur Kaluma, who may be going to the NBA next year in this imaginary world and in real life, but for my team, it's an imaginary world. Emmanuel Bandamel, who has... <laughs> who's probably not? Who's not going to be here next year? Baylor Sherman's not going to be here next year. Grad transfers, so I need someone who who I can pass the baton to, right? And this is a guy who has done that before. Um, is very confident. Also, did you know I was just doing some I was doing some Googling yesterday. Sitting at a coffee shop trying to prepare, uh, for for all the different scenarios we might encounter in the draft. Did you know that Ben Stolzberg appeared on an episode of Gilbert Arenas' yes, podcast. Yes, Isn't that that's, crazy? That's how I found out yes. about him. Isn't that crazy? And then when he committed to I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah. yeah. So they did a whole episode, <laughs> an hour and 20. I would not recommend, I mean, it's Gilbert Arenas. He's got a very successful podcast. I don't like that podcast,
1: especially back then. I don't know if they still have this dude on a podcast, but the other host is like, they, they, there's no point in him even being on the show. Like, Gilbert just talks the whole time. It's, it's kind of unbearable, especially because sometimes Gilbert is just so, not only animated, but like, he, yeah, he's, Gilbert has
0: a different brain, bro. We're gonna um, yes, you're right about that. I, I was gonna say, I don't okay, think it's a great idea, yeah, I need to give Joel, we're, we're in the dark right now. the, the lights went out while Joel was talking kind of it kind of flustered me. Um, the other thing I would say about that podcast is just like putting a putting a high school a high school sophomore on your hour-long podcast is a big ask just because they're not that used to being interviewed, which makes them not that good <laughs> as an interview. So I don't know. Congrat! I mean, it was great exposure for Ben, I'm sure, and I lo- we're happy to have him on our team. But um, I'm not. <laughs> I wonder can you? I wonder if people can hear Joel shooting the Nerf gun at works. the light sensors. It's I'm fine. Sure. We're we're partially we're partially in the dark here, but it's fine. I'm up. Oh, it works. Great. We're excited.
1: I'm a sharp shooter. <laughs> they <a> draft me.
0: <laughs> all right. Ugh. Um. All right. We got Kaluma, Bando, Shirem, and Stolzberg. No, you're up. I lied. I should have yes. just given you the baton to draft and then i could have done the light D-
1: stuff this, we still on a, we on nebraska right yes okay gotta go with another cali dude um i think i'm gonna move cj wilcher to the four in this lineup because i just i just prefer spacing honestly okay. I, I, I honestly want to go Jawan gary here mm. but if if in this imaginary world Brenner doesn't provide the gravity i need Right, then Joan Gary and Cogbrenner's nasty. So I'm gonna go with Ramel Lloyd. <laughs> All I, right, I like him, like his potential. Obviously a ranked guard, um, and frankly, I mean he gonna get some big minutes on this team because he's he probably gonna start
0: at it's, this rate. But it's interesting, man. That's that's kind of like the you talk to people. I've talked to a couple people about Ramel, and is there's an interesting uh, conflict there because Fred needs to. I, again I think that Fred the the bar that Fred needs to clear this year is much lower than what many people who are passionate about Nebraska basketball think. But he does have to do he does have to show market improvement this year. And that means your your leash is gonna be tighter on some of the guys who aren't as experienced, like Romel Lloyd, a true freshman who has never played Division One College basketball before. The the Quarren McPherson injury makes it undeniable. This dude's gonna have to play. He's gonna have to play. But I do wonder how much they're going to put the ball in his hands? Like I could, I could very clearly envision a scenario where Sam Griesel is your primary ball handler in most lineups, and when Sam's not in there, they're giving the ball to Bandamel and they're doing a little bit of a staggering with those two guys. Um, but Ramel, I, again, I think Ramel should have the ball a lot. I think they should let Ramel um, try, you know, give him the ball and see what happens. If he makes mistakes, oh well, he's a freshman. That's going to happen. But. He's a creative passer. He's a good, like he's a better playmaker than I think he's given credit for. Um, he's huge, which as we talked about before, as he's six six, man, as a guard. Yeah, that's really big. That's yeah. really big. He's gonna be able to see stuff that guys can't, that other guys can't see, just because he's six six, and he's got some twitch. He's got some burst to him. That's not something you can say about a lot of other guys on this team. Nebraska told you by going after Keontae Johnson, by having him on a visit. They told you we think we need more juice. Romel Lloyd's got the juice, so that's a good pick on your end. Mm-hmm. I've got I'm up. I got a Nebraska guy, <sighs> so we're basically taking. Wait, I thought you just took a, a Nebraska. No, I took Stolzberg. I mean...
1: All right, right. Okay. I took Stolzberg.
0: Um, hmm, this is interesting. I should be deleting these guys as we go to. I'm getting confused about who's there and who's not there. I'm, the X's um, I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take Jawan Gary. I'm building I'm building an old team, man. Jawan Gary, um, defensive defensive stud, uh, intangible stud. The dude's gonna play his tail off. Classic in this situation. He may he may start for Nebraska. I don't know how it's gonna shake out yet, but for my team, classic, bring a guy off the bench for for 15, 20 minutes. He may not he may not generate a single shot for him for himself or anyone else as a ball handler. But he'll he'll do it on the offensive glass. He'll create opportunities uh, for transition by getting defensive stops. Um, I, I just like everything I'm hearing about him. When you watch him, the dude just doesn't relax, and you need guys who are going to do that regardless of how much they touch the ball. And I and I I do wonder, you know, if you're transferring from a good pro- program like Alabama. Do you transfer because, in part because you want to touch the ball a little bit more? That's an interesting thing to think about and monitor going forward. But hes we know he's willing to do the thankless stuff. And I, I love good defenders, plus defenders. Challenging to fit as a spacing guy. He's like 5 for 48 or something as a three-point shooter in, at, at, in college basketball. Not great, That's be, not great.
1: But to be fair, I, I'm not saying he's going to make some crazy jump as a shooter or he's even going to get the chance. But it was pretty hard if you're in Jawan Gary's shoes to even get threes off on their team. For sure. I mean they for they, sure. They're one of the right more prevalent three point shooting teams in, in Alabama.
0: Right. And I mean they just had all the all the guards in the world. That's right. guard you. Fred is a legendary shooter. That was one of the reasons Gary came to Nebraska, is that he he liked Fred. He he thinks Fred can can coax a little bit more shooting improvement out of him. And you can like we always talk about in basketball guys who can't shoot. Guys are just gonna ignore them on defense and it's gonna clog up the paint you can mitigate that by being a good cutter you can mitigate that by being a good cutter and I think Gary does a good job of of running baseline and and getting open for if so if a guy is is playing off him you can't just ignore him he's going to find ways to to make an impact on offense so I'll go Juan Gary
1: yeah an interesting tidbit about Jimmy I was just looking at this while he was talking he writes J Dog on the side no, of the no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I didn't write that. That was that was Z, our director of okay. visuals. Well, I didn't write that. Okay. I didn't write that. It's okay. a, I do love explaining that to you and every other person yeah. who asked about my watch. I, I know I feel like I feel like a gigantic loser walking around with it. <laughs> but
1: I don't want to buy another jug. And, and I, had to, I had to throw it out there
0: because yes. I hope I hope y'all know
1: because I drink gallons too. I bring gallons right. with me everywhere. I hope y'all know when y'all see my gallon, it does not have J Dog on it. It that's does not. Me,
0: so. It doesn't. Well, that's what I get for leaving it in the newsroom one day. Yeah. I don't. Again, I don't love it, but I don't. know it adds to the, it adds to the novelty of it. I guess you're up, and I think you have to take a Creighton guy now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, there is, you know, we got a plethora of guards on this team, um, even a couple that are good sized. Um, we don't really have any true forwards on this team, um, so you know I could I I really could take a a backup big here, and I'm pissed that I'm leaving a couple guards on the table, but I got to take Mason Miller. Um, it's an intriguing okay. pick because uh, obviously he didn't play last season. This will be the first season he can crack the rotation, and I think they're pretty confident that he'll be in it. Um, shooter, yeah, he's a great shooter. I mean, this team has a few guys that look like they can be really, really good shooters, including Charming. But, um, Mason Miller, I mean, the the way they talk about him, it feels like even if Mac did stick to this tight rotation, he does every year, which it feels like he'll expand this year with mm-hmm. the kind of depth he has. Um, Mason Miller would be in it anyway. I mean, he, they talk about him. He's the, he's the best leaper on the team, the best vertical leaper on the team. I've I've seen that bounce via IG. I mean, he's, he's doing, uh, windmills and all type of crazy stuff. He's good size anyway. Um He just had, he, I mean, even if he never puts the ball on the floor, get up, shooter uh, as an off ball guy. I mean, good it's size really, too. as an off ball guy. He really shoot over dudes. Need. He can shoot over dudes. So I don't, don't know, even have to be open. I don't know if he's going to be that good this year, or if he's going to be good at all. But
0: right now in this perspective draft, it feels like the right pick. I'm going to take Francisco Farabella with my next pick. I'm delighted that he's still here. Um, also a capital S also a capital S shooter. Brings with him a plethora of experience um, at TCU. Um, played with Desmond Bain, who, of course, was a great shooter at TCU, now a great shooter in the NBA. That's valuable experience. That's, that's the kind of stuff that's going to make his teammates listen to him. I think that's important for the Creighton side of things in real life and for my imaginary team that will never play a game. By the way, if there's any sickos out there who want to create both of these teams on 2K and then drop me a roster link, I will gladly smack Joel with my team while I mean, he gets to use his.
1: Jimmy doesn't know yet, and if y'all follow me on Twitter, y'all are going to see. And
0: Joel's it. tweeting about 2K all time. But he doesn't know I do it the same. I play a lot of 2K, and I win a lot. Jimmy, oh my. Jimmy, Jimmy. I ruin teenagers' lives playing 2K online. Jimmy don't know, man. He must not have seen my tweet from
1: yesterday. He sees our I tweet saw, about 2K, okay. but he must not have seen the tweet. I saw your tweet. My
0: record. Your record in the park. Oh, sweet. You spend a lot of time playing my player. Sick. Yeah, that's the main game mode on the game. That's not what I play. I play with. I play real basketball with real teams. Bug. I play guess that's now? not That's would. such
1: an old head play thing. That, that's
0: fine. I, I play my team, too. I like my team. Yeah. But hey, if anyone wants to create these rosters on 2K, I'm not going to do it. But if you want to do it, do it, and then I don't know, I could, could we, we could like Twitch stream that or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, hey, I'm with that. <laughs> hey, somebody, please Let's do, do it. this. If you're listening this far, Let's please do, do this.
0: If you if you if you could do this, or probably more likely, if you have a kid who you think can do this, if you have a, like a 12 year old son, who you, who I mean, it's very easy. You can definitely create teams and players in 2K and make it happen. If you have kids who who have the um, prerogative to do so? Please do that. Please reach yes. out
1: and please give them college based overalls. Don't make ramel Lloyd a sixty five because right. that's what you think he'll be in the NBA or something. Please, yeah. give give me real overalls. Yeah, and and I got the PS five. I mean, I'm we
0: can p- even if if, if as we just need the teams created, we can adjust the ratings right. once we get and the roster. K twenty three gonna be on my system exactly. tonight. So exactly, hey, so it. we'll Let's get there. It. Let's do it. That'll be fun. Um, okay, so I just I just picked Fairbello, Yeah, Yes. you are up.
1: Ooh, this is tough. I think we gotta go with a, a backup big here. Um, are we on Nebraska now? Uh, you are, yeah. Um, so am I. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Blaze Keita We we need That's a nice. We need a backup big. Um, Good pick. I like Fred King a lot because they um. Blaze is just he, more. He's just older. He's he, more ready. He's older, right? Good. Exactly. Like Fred King is a guy. They talk about his potential. They really staff really feel that like he'll be an NBA guy. Um, but I mean Blaze Keita was a real demon in Juco. Um, got some college basketball under his belt. And for a backup big here,
0: it feels like it's just good value. I actually saw Blaze in the walking out of the football stadium. I was walking out of the football stadium from football availability. He was walking in because that's where all the athletes go to get like their lunch and stuff. He's, he looks good. He's, he sounds like he likes Nebraska. I went down to Coffeeville to write, I don't know, 3,000 words about Blaze last March. He's got a great story. And he, from from by all accounts he's beating people up in practice the dude plays super physical he's ready for the big 10 yesterday uh I think he's Nebraska's well their, their big rotation's super tricky but he can play backup big man right now in college basketball good pick better passer than he gets credit for too I like Blaze. Uh, I'm also going to take a backup big man I'm gonna take Derek Walker tried and true um probably a steal at this point in the draft he's Almost as old as I am, so we can relate on a coach-player level. <laughs> this is his sixth year of college basketball. Um, he's probably the only one of these dudes that was still that was still in college when I was in college. So again, we love that chemistry. He could be my coach on the floor when he's in the game. Um, he broke Nebraska's school record for field goal percentage last year. He wasn't shooting a lot, and he only shoots when he's you know about two feet from the rim, and he probably... And they, we talked about this before with big men who are quote unquote expanding their range. They say Derek's shooting threes this summer. Derek probably shouldn't be shooting threes uh, during games this year, but we'll give him a sh- we'll give him a try. We'll see how it's looking in practice. And we love having a veteran presence like that on our team. He's a little bit undersized as a big man, but he knows where to be. He's strong. You know, he's he's definitely not getting the better. When I was watching, you know, he would always. It was so funny. There was a little dance with Derek where. He would always say, you know, Hunter Dickinson comes to town or Kofi Coburn comes to town. You ask him, about, well, how do you deal with a guy that big? He goes. He would always say, oh, I'm strong too. They're not that strong. It's like, buddy, they, I mean, they outweigh you by like 40 pounds. Like, I understand what you're saying. It's good to project confidence, but there's a certain reality here. And he even said during the offseason, it's nice to have Blaze around because he doesn't have to play, You're not going to have to guard those guys as much. So we like, we like Derek as a person. We like Derek as a player. We like Derek as a leader. We're happy to help him, happy to have him on our team. You're up, you got Creighton, dude.
1: Okay, I, I gotta ask, what's up? How how
0: deep are we going into these rosters? Like, how many guys are we drafting? Scholarship guys. I've got so for, we players still on the board for Creighton. I got Jason Green, Sharif Mitchell, Fred King, and uh, Christophilis. Am I missing one? I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm. Mean, I don't think I am. How many? They have twelve or thirteen on scholarship. No, I think you got everybody. Okay. And then on the Nebraska side, we've got Jamarcus Lawrence, Casey Tomonaga, Denim Dawson, Oleg Koyanets, Quarn McPherson. I wasn't sure what to do with because he just is out for the season. And well, oh, you know they, we are we are missing Xander Yates. Xander Yates. Okay, that's the other one then. So okay, we can draft. We can. I, I was thinking we draft all the scholarship guys. Oh, this is gonna get ugly. I'm I'm like Mac. I'm not gonna keep the the.
1: The widest rotation. So This is
0: where our analysis is supposed to quicken. Speed up. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um what are we looking at here? I'm
0: looking at my lineup here.
1: Um we're on Creighton, right? We're on Creighton. Okay.
0: Um you took Fred Bello. This Is Jason Green, Sharif Mitchell, Fred King, Christoph, yeah, okay? Xander Yates. The obvious pick here feels like Sharif Mitchell. Like okay. if one of these if My dude my dude shoots zero threes. Zero.
1: But he's also a great defender. Great defender. I think.
0: Undersized, but. He
1: he could play next to Sam Griesel. He could play next to Trey Alexander. Um, Take the defensive
0: load off those guys.
1: You know, so um, it feels like a steal at this point. I mean, we're in like the 10th round. We're getting late. We're getting late.
0: I'm going to take. Jason Green, uh, versatility as a, uh, at the forward spot, can shoot it, um, can attack the rim. I like how he projects as a as a long-term guy. I think he was a three-star guard, number two player in Nebraska uh, this year. I like him a lot. Uh, Joel, what are, what is the long-term ceiling? What like what is, what does Creighton think Jason Green can be? I think he could be a starter for them at uh, at some
1: point, maybe even. I mean, with all these guys that are clearing mm-hmm. out. Maybe as soon as next year I don't know I think um out of all the guys i are looking at he's, he's just he's a sound player um great size to just finish around the rim and I think he projects as a, a solid enough shooter um really feels like at this stage like a combo forward for them mm-hmm. maybe with, with six, the lineup they run yep so um I think as soon as next year you'll really get to see what what Jason can do. But um,
0: it's a good pick for where we're at. It's a great pick. Agreed. Again. So that leaves me with Fred King, Christophilis, and Xander Yates. I'll go Fred King. I think I need another big. Um, Breidenbach is undersized in. Wait, in whoa, f- why
1: are you picking again? You just picked.
0: You just picked. You picked Jason Green. Oh, I picked Jason Green? Dude. I'm an idiot. Okay, you're up. <laughs> That's right, because then I gave it back to you. Yeah, Dude, see, on. come on, man, it's been a long week. Yeah, pick somebody.
1: Um, this you're, is hard. You're cause...
0: choosing from Jamarcus Lawrence, Casey Tomonaga, Denim Dawson, Oleg Koyanets, and Corin McPherson.
1: Yeah, this is pretty gross. Coran McPherson. Um. Yeah, I, in this fantasy world, I'm sure McPherson is not hurt. So, um, I'll go with him. I mean, we got this is guard you at this point, but. <laughs> But, I mean, what can he do? We don't have a lot of options left.
0: I would say Q compares to Sharif Mitchell. I think that's probably what Nebraska sees him as. Long-term, plays really hard, uh, good defender. The offense uh, needs to improve, and by all accounts it was improving. They thought that they say that they, they think that he was mm-hmm. going to play a part of the rotation this year. Um, so uh, he's a great culture guy. I mean, they were they couldn't stop talking about how awesome he was as a leader last year, and that was his first year on the team. So, dig the pick. I'm gonna take whew, two two guys that are pretty similar here. It's either you want do you want Casey or do you want Jamarcus Lawrence? This is this may coincidentally be a question that Nebraska answers during the season because one of those guys is going to get it tight with the rotation, and you're going to have to decide who you want to give those minutes to as a shooter and who's you know, going to be thinking about transferring because there's not a lot of minutes and and guys want to play. I'm going to take Jamarcus Lawrence, um, youth pedigree, a little bigger than K. Say, like his defensive potential a little bit more. Um, the guy, every, again, shooting can be, I mean, the three point lines longer, the opportunities are less, which makes it Makes confidence more fickle for shooters when you go from high school to college, right? But everyone from from all, by all accounts, this dude shoots the lights out, and that's you're never you're always gonna have a spot if you can shoot the ball. Give me Jamarcus Lawrence, hey. Creighton. All right, <laughs> Creighton. Um,
1: you didn't take Fred King, right? I didn't. Now this is tough because wait, did I?
0: Or no, I took Jason Green.
1: Right. Okay. So this is tough because we got. I mean, Caulkburner going to play most of the game in this fantasy yeah. world. Um, we're looking at Blaze. Kid, you know what? I'll t- I'll take Fred King and and let him and and Blaze kind of fight for those uh, backup minutes. Xander Yates is in Tyson here, good shooter, um, but I'm not sure how much he does for Creighton this year. And frankly, um, I'm just going to ask CJ and probably Mason to play a lot of the. Forward minutes on this team, anyway.
0: So let's, let's go, Fred King. Up. All right, I'll take uh, Xander Yates, shooter, long-term, long-term development project for our guys. I'm not sure how much he'll play for Creighton or for my imaginary team, but we're happy to have him aboard. We're 11 guys in now. We're 11. Okay. So a lot of these guys are going to be sitting pretty on the bench. Right. Nebraska now, huh? Um, let's go, Casey. He's going to look good on the bench. Casey's a shooter. Kills it every time he plays for Japan. Had, had a moment last year Had 25 against uh, one of the mid-major schools they played. He can get hot. He's fun. The crowd loves him. Um, we'll see. Like I said, him and Jamarcus, I think, are fighting for the same role this year. That means I got to take either Denim Dawson or Oleg Koyanets. I'm going to take Denim. Um, defensive guy right now. Again, kind of like the forward version of, of Q, I would say. They love his def- they love his potential as a defender, they love his intangibles. The offense just needs to catch up a little bit. Um, I think it's helpful that he was that he enrolled early last year for, and got to practice with the team for a semester, but there's still a ways to go there. I'll take Denham Dawson, which leaves you on the Creighton side with Christophilis, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's the last guy on our team.
0: Yep. That's it.
1: So okay, so this would be our two three And that leaves that means I got so this would be our 13th man, so is, we're not we're not okay. going past this. Right, so I got Oleg then. Cool, cool with me. Okay, so okay. let's read off our teams yeah, now. let's do it. See how they kind of fit. Okay, I think, hmm. So my starting lineup would be point guard, Ryan Emhart, shooting guard, Trey Alexander, small forward, Rommel Lloyd, power forward, C.J. Wilcher. And then my center is the big man Ryan Kogbner. Okay. And, and off the bench we got. Dude,
0: uh, my team might smack your team. I'm not gonna lie. Your team. My might team smack might smack your team. I'm just saying. My bench
1: is Sam Griesel, Mason Miller, Blaze Keita, Sharif Mitchell, uh, McPherson, Farrah King,
0: KK, Sam off the bench, okay. and Chris Um, we're st- we're rolling out, Ben Stolzberg, Emmanuel Bandamel, Baylor Shireman. That's your backcourt. That's your starting backcourt. Uh, Stolzberg and Bando. Yeah. Bro, you're not your team Okay, but listen keep mark. listening. Baylor Shireman, Arthur Kaluma, cool. Wilhelm Bradenbach. I don't know. I think I got better I got better play I got better talent on my team than yours. You
1: you guys oh, might no. I would I would took Shireman, but we needed yeah. we needed more I defense. I hear
0: you. Um off the bench Juwan Gary, Francisco Farabello, Derek Walker, Jason Green, Jamarcus Lawrence, and then Denim Dawson and Oleg Cohenets are are probably in our developmental program. Um I like my team. I like my team. I like my subs. Me too. I like my subs too. If we were to expand, because we were originally talking about maybe doing a Big East and Big Ten draft, how many Creighton guys get drafted in that expanded pool? Do you think? Let's probably see. the top five, I would guess. Probably still get drafted. Yeah, I think you your starting team. five. Yeah. I, I like Anyone to, else? Do you think? I would
1: like to say at least four. Four out of the five get drafted. Who wouldn't? I don't know who you leave off. It's it's probably. I think fan. they all do. Well, if you're going between the whole Big Ten and the whole Big East? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. It if just there's only two too, teams, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Without, that's true. Ha- without having dove into it already, yeah, yeah, you're right. it feels like such a big pool. It is a big pool. But I w- it would probably be between the backcourt, honestly.
0: Okay. One of those two. Uh, if we expand this pool, Nebraska guys, I don't know. I, th- I could see Sam Griesel getting drafted. I could see Rommel getting drafted. Maybe Wilhelm. After that, it's pretty thin,
1: yeah, gross
0: It's pretty thin. Um, okay, we're going to wrap up real quick. Sam tells us to do this in the middle. I forgot to do it, but <laughs> and, and <laughs> we'll let us it. know
1: let us know on our Twitter comments. yeah, who do you think? who do you think has the better Whose team, team is better who do you
0: think has the better team i'll I'll do like a Twitter poll later with both of our teams. Um, real quick, Joel. I was super excited earlier this week this is, This is going to be the wrap minute, and then we'll we'll, we'll stop. okay. Uh Big Sean's Detroit mixtape is back is on spot, is on streaming services, is one of the best mixtapes of our generation. What is your favorite mixtape of all time, Joel? My favorite. Oh my yeah. gosh.
1: I will say this. When people ask me, like the albums that influenced me growing up, I can name probably albums
0: and mixtapes are different though.
1: I know, but there's, okay. a, there's a point to this. Okay. When they ask albums, I say Good Kid Mad City. Okay. I say probably ATLians Aliens by Outkast. Okay. And then either like Illmatic or okay. like uh thirty-six chambers. Okay. So because it's a tape, it never fits in there. But in terms of tapes that raise me, it's probably the tape to raise me. I'm going with Joey Badass, nineteen ninety nine.
0: Ooh, okay. That's a good that's a good good answer. He was seventeen when he made that. Isn't that crazy? Bro, Do you it, think about some of the Nas, Nas, yeah. Nas, Nas exactly. was seventeen when he, when he made started L-matic, writing Illmatic, yeah. yeah. yeah uh i would say my favorite musical project of all time is faces by mac miller so i will i'm gonna put that i'm gonna put that to the side and just because i don't know it's it feels like such an album to me and it's my answer for everything i wear the hat everywhere so i'll go number two (sighs) i don't know there's some wayne mixtapes in there i'll go soul tape Two by fab fabulous that's interesting. It's the grooves are Jimmy age
1: right now. The grooves are <laughs>
0: immaculate. And if you grow up again, this is we're not that different in age, but we're different enough in age to know that. Like I know you didn't grow up like wanting to be Fab with like the basketball jerseys, and like I did. I wanted to be Fab. I, I feel I, it. It would have been a bad look for me. But like I just when I see that guy, even now when he's old and corny, I'm just like that guy is so cool. He's got the smoothest bars. He's got. A great voice for I don't know those those tapes are classic. He can to
1: still me. get it on 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 other rappers' beats. He can still get out sure. on when he drops those types sure. of tapes. He's like the for sure the for rapper sure. like if Jocquees was like respectable like he like to rap quees, how he can get on people's beats. I don't know man wow. he's, he's still nice with it's it. It's a great comp. Maybe
0: a little disrespectful to Fab, but
1: that's why I said if if, if <laughs> yeah. was was better, nice for real. But all
0: right, that's it for the Half Court Press this week. I'm Jimmy. He's Joel. Bam. We'll see you next week.